You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge on the Mighty 1290 Coil, the Mighty1290Coil.com, and the Mighty 1290 Coil mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. We're kind of talking about the future this week, but let's take a timeout from that and look at where we are right now and where do we go from here. Joining us now here on America's Healthcare Challenge, expert contributor, insurance authority, Stuart Slonen, president of SIG Consulting on the program. How are you doing today, sir? Great. How about yourself, Sean? Not too bad. How is it down in sunny Florida? It's raining up here. Oh, well, it uh, it rained a little bit yesterday. We're going to get some rain this afternoon, but outside of that, it's uh, hot and gorgeous. That's nice. That's nice. But speaking of storms, um, there's a lot of things kind of looming on the horizon coming down the pike with the ACA as it relates to individuals, as it relates to businesses and others. And uh, let's just kind of get going on some of these points. Um, for example, let's uh, talk about the economic signposts right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you see things? Well, uh, as you look at the economy coming out of the first quarter, uh, as we start the second, uh, the dollar is is stronger, uh, oil is cheaper. Uh, We're coming out of a a harsh winter in many areas around the country, and that's affected uh, activity during the first quarter. But we're seeing other things as well. Consumer prices, uh, you know, are rising for the second consecutive month. Uh, The consumer price index, uh, you know, was up. last month. The economy seems to be on a a rebound path from the, the, you know, the soft patch in the the first quarter. Uh, There's a rise in inflation, uh, you know, limited by the strong dollar. And uh, it it gained, the United States dollar gained 13% against uh, currencies uh, from its main trading partners. So these are the things that we're seeing against firming, you know, wage growth, uh, and that could hinder, you know, the dollar's impact on inflation. So these are the initial guideposts, you know, that we're watching here. Mm, interesting, interesting. You know, I saw a headline earlier. I'd be interested in your thought. I don't know if you saw it as well. United Healthcare up $2 billion recently because they decided to uh, stay out of the state insurance exchanges and bet on this new shift to value-based reimbursement. Don't know if you saw that story, but... Um, Kind of interested in how you what you think of that and how that might re- relate to health insurance results in the second quarter. Well, I think the, the the shift or the supposed shift you've seen is in some markets, but not all markets. And again, these are movements within the healthcare industry that should have been tried on this uh, in in the states rather than to be thrown out there in these state based exchanges. So it's not surprising that people are trying different things. And I think you're going to see this continued experimentation by insurance companies over the next several years. You know, the innovation waiver in, in the law allowing states here up coming up here in 2017, not too far away, to potentially opt out if they could come up with their own uh, solution. Do you think that more states might start exploring that, or do you think people are even unaware of it? Well, I think... More states would like to explore that, but again, you've got states like like Florida uh, who filed suit against the federal government yesterday uh, for the the uh, Medicaid uh, waiver situation. I think more states are going to take a look at their bottom lines and say, "We'd like to try something different." You know what what will be acceptable to the federal government, since obviously Obamacare uh, has been proven in 2012 
as the control of the health care in the United States so far. Do you think a, a state, if it could figure it out, could self-insure, say, that population that would qualify for Medicaid under the law? Is that even possible based upon your experience in the industry? Uh, it's it's possible, but again, they would they would virtually wind up mimicking what the state exchanges, whether state control or federally controlled, uh, are trying to do, which is to to build a risk pool, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's difficult to do over a long period of time. Many of these states had uh, uninsured uh, risk pools that were not very profitable over a long period of time because again, those who needed coverage went to the risk pool. Uh, those who who were able to go to the retail marketplace, that's where they went. Right, right, right. And now we're kind of seeing it's starting to catch up a little bit. Wouldn't you say most states, for the average for the average person listening at home, but most states, most of the folks that went in on these first couple of years were probably higher cost individuals, chronically sick, and so on. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you're seeing as part of the federal federal and state exchange uh, marketplace today. And so we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but we've got a big date coming up when that reinsurance goes away from the government. Uh, can you help us understand that a little bit more and why yeah. it's so important? Basically, what what Obamacare attempted to do was to replicate the reinsurance <clears throat> that was structured inside of Medicare. And it obviously was very successful for Medicare because again, you're dealing with a large, you know, a large segment of the population. Sure. So here they are trying to replicate that with a smaller segment of the population. Uh, depending upon whose figures you believe, we either have between 14 or 16 million people that are included in Obamacare today. And again, that number is going to is going to waver uh, depending upon final results of how many people actually paid their premiums. So again, you have a a small attempt to build a a reinsurance uh, risk pool marketplace that's backed up by three layers of reinsurance, which is virtually either going to go away in 2017, or needs to be uh, you know reenacted and repriced based upon what's been accomplished up until that point. I see. I see. So that's going to be. I don't know how policymakers are, what they're going to do uh, when that comes up, but it's going to be, I wonder if it'll come up as a presidential issue or if they'll kind of patch it moving forward, but that could be something that comes up every budget season. You think. Could be. Yeah. Yeah, it could very well be. You know, speaking of budgets, let's look at um, state budgets, and you, you talked about it a little bit earlier. It was all over the headlines about what's happening down in your state of Florida with the Medicaid expansion and and kind of the battle that's going on uh, between you know the feds and, and them if you would like to call it that uh, how do you, how, how's it going down there what what what's happening uh, from your local perception well <clears throat> when obamacare was first passed on march 23rd um, 2010 florida as many other states applied for a waiver so that it could uh, use a different segment of federal law in order to provide a, a, a batch of federal funds which were then available uh, to take care of the, the, the low-end population, the Medicaid, if you would, population. Uh, Florida's not gotten an answer back. Same situation as several other states, uh, you know, in five years. And that, that pool of segmented funds goes away this June. So the opportunity to even tap into that part of federal funds goes away. 
And many states were looking to the Florida experience to see if, if that pot of funds was available in lieu of accepting the, the federal uh, increase uh, of, of funding as a partner sure. for increased Medicaid funds. Right, right. And, you know, that point also is kind of a, um, you know, one of the reasons why those states that opposed it, because while they got help for the first couple years, then it starts to go away, even though they still get 90 percent, give some states heartburn. How do you think it's going to end up down in Florida? That's uh, the the judgment is out there. We we really don't know. We'll be monitoring that. The other thing uh, we monitor as well, we're talking with Stuart Sloan and uh, president of uh, SIG Consulting uh, down in sunny Florida is uh, we're monitoring the IRS and all of that's coming down with reporting, which I think employers are um, really kind of still uh, behind the eight ball if if they haven't have a don't have a system in place right now. They need to uh, work on it, and I know somebody that could help them with it. That would be me. But um, the IRS and their new responsibilities uh, that's a big big uh, what if for businesses isn't it yep it really is and um <clears throat> there's there's a couple of things here that that uh, need to be you know understood <clears throat> number one the irs in addition to its normal duties now has become a welfare uh, agency in other words they are are charged with picking up the penalties for uh, those folks that have not opted into obamacare and, you know, with taxes just being paid a couple of days ago, <clears throat> that's a heavy responsibility. Uh, the second part of this will be uh, the businesses that have to respond to the uh, the employer responsibility provisions for large employer groups of 100 lives or more this year. And that's going to drop down to 50 employers next year. So, again, they've got to administer uh, the penalties for the employer marketplace the penalties for the employee marketplace, as well as doing what they need to do, uh, again, with, with their existing staff. Do you think they're going to have the resources to do all of this? They've, they've been going under some budget cuts from House Republicans, for example. Well, but Obamacare appropriated funds uh, for, uh, for new staff for, uh, for this additional responsibility there was supposed to be uh, a number I, I saw was about 13,000 new IRS agents to do these new added responsibilities. And I think we'll get a better picture of their ability to do so this year. Yeah, we will. We will. And I think people are, I don't know, I guess we'll see in maybe a, a month or so how everybody uh, fared in the in the latest tax, tax season. However, next year when that goes up even more, it, it should be even more... Um, more interesting to, to follow. Let's get your thoughts on King versus Burwell, then we'll take a timeout and get into some more of these items. That's coming mm-hmm. up here not too long as well. You think it's yep. gonna get over you think it's gonna overturn the state exchanges or how do you think it's gonna Well, happen? you know, we, we were in a very interesting position <clears throat> in June of two thousand and twelve when the, the Obamacare uh, as a law came up for review. Uh, now many of us in the industry thought that that was going to be overturned. Surprise, 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 uh, in terms of the way uh, Justice Roberts, uh, you know, ruled. And so now the people on both sides of the fence, nobody is, is taking bets in terms of what's going to happen this time around in terms of the Supreme Court's ruling 
on the way the, the, the rules of the, of the law were written and what the intent was, you know, for subsidies for the federal exchanges versus the state-based exchanges. And we expect that, obviously, sometime between now uh, and the end of June, making this a very important quarter for all these things to come out in terms of giving us direction. Yeah, it'll be interesting to follow. I remember kind of takes me back because uh, the Supreme Court hearing uh, when they upheld the ACA three years ago was literally right before the first episode of this program. But now we're on season three. And, Stuart, if you can hang around for a moment, we'll get right back to you uh, sure. after a timeout. You're listening to America's Healthcare Challenge. Check us out on Facebook, LinkedIn, um, anywhere you want to on social media. We're all over the space. You might as well call Edie Bellis in this program, the Starship Enterprise. And we'll be back right after this. Watching the sun come up again. 